Welcome to the Ohave Torah Daf Yomi class. We are Ohave Torah Har Lebanon Daf Yomi class. We are discussing Masechet Berachot Daf Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. I just want to correct one thing. Yesterday on Daf Yud Bet Amud Bet, we spoke about why did they not institute the parasha of Balak, which the rabbis wanted to put. Why didn't they put it into the Kiryat uh, Shema? And we said because. It was only one part of the parasha which they wanted, which was Kara Shachab Ka'ari Uchlabi Miyekimenu. And we said that they couldn't just say that Pasuk because the way we said it yesterday was that it's the middle of a Pasuk and you can't say half a Pasuk. So I saw the way they explained it is they would have said the whole Pasuk. But the problem is we can't say a Pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah, so to speak, is written as a parasha. There's no space, there's no end of the passage there. So therefore, since there's no end of it, it's you have to say the whole thing or nothing. And therefore, we can't just take out one pasuk. And to say the whole thing was Torah Sibur. Okay, we are now continuing from the Gemara, Dafyud Gimal, Amud Aleph. We're going to start from the top, two lines from the top. Vechen Hu Omer. The Gemara over here was discussing that, <clears throat> that Ben Zoma told the rabbis that in the Mishnah we said that you mentioned Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Right? And the Gemara said, the Gemara said that we uh, spoke about mentioning Yitzhak Mitzrayim uh, a lot, and Rabbi Al-Azab and Azariah learned that he, he didn't know what it meant until Ben Zoma explained. It says, So Ben Zoma explained, So refers to the days, Kol refers to the nights. However, the Chachamim said, refers to Olam Hazeh, and Kol refers to Olam Haba. So the Gemara brought a Beraita that Ben Zoma told the rabbis, it, are we going to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim Olam Haba after Mashiach comes? So, right, he says, It says in the Pasuk that there's going to be, uh, people are not going to say, Great is Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim. They're going to say, Great is Hashem that took us out of the Galut. So you see, we're not going to mention. So the rabbis answered him, It's not that we're never going to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Of course, we're going to still remember it and have it, but it's going to become Tafel. Meaning, the main miracle that we're always going to remember is Hashem gathering us from the Galut. So the Gemara is now bringing a few proofs of things that we find similar to this. So the first proof we bore was Yaakov Avinu. His name was changed from Yaakov to Yisrael. So it's not that his name is not Yaakov anymore, rather that his main name became Yisrael and Yaakov was Tafel. So continuing the Gemara says, Yudgim Alamud Aleph, two lines from the top, V'chen hu Omer. And also it says, Al tizkeru rishonot vekadmoniyot al titbonenu. It says in the Pasuk, do not remember, you, you will not remember the Shonot, the first ones, the Kadmoniot and things from very early, the previous things, Altid Bonenu, don't, uh, so to speak, think about them. Altis Kerudi Shonot, don't remember the earlier things, Zeshibud Malchuyot. That refers <coughs> to the Shibud uh, Malchuyot, meaning the enslavement, so to speak, of the Galuts that we're in. The Kadmoniot, Altid Bonenu, and the earlier ones, don't contemplate them, don't think about them. Zuyetziyah Mitzrayim. And the Kapasuk continues, Hineni Ose Hadasha Atatitzmah. Behold, I am creating for you something new. Now it will sprout forth. That, that's next to the other Pasuk. So Tanerab Yosef, Zumelchemet, Gogumagog. This refers to the war of Gogumagog. Mashal Lemahadavar Domer. And what's it comparable to? Ladam, to a person. Shayam Mehalech Baderech. He's walking on the road, Pagabo Zeeb. And now a wolf came out, and he's uh, faced by a wolf. And somehow he gets saved. He's going around telling everyone crazy story. I saw a wolf and then uh, I got saved. 
Then one day he meets a lion. When he gets saved from the lion. He's going around saying the story about the lion. Then he gets he meets a snake and he gets saved from that. He forgets about the first two. So too will be for the Jews. The later things, the more previous things that happened to us, those things will make us, so to speak, forget the earlier miracles that Hashem did. Avram who Abraham. When I says Avram, this refers to Avraham Avinu. But Techila Naasa, why was he called Avram? He was Av la Aram. He was an Av to Aram. Aram, Ram sounds like Aram, so that's why he was Av la Aram, so he was called Avram, Lebasop, but in the end, Naasa Av lechol Haolam Kulo. He became an Av for the entire world, so to speak. Av Hamon Goim, Rashi says. He was the Av of many multitudes of nations, and therefore that's why he was called Avraham later. Sarai. He's Sarah. Sarah, is, Sarah refers to Sarah, right? She was first called Sarai, then Sarah. But Sarai umata. Originally, she was a princess for her nation. She became a Sarah, a princess, so to speak, for uh, all the nations. She explains that Sarai is a Lashon Yachid, meaning it refers to one nation. Sarah could be used as more of a over many nations. And therefore, she was a princess over many nations. Anyone who calls Avraham Avinu Avram, he's better than Abraham, and your name will be Abraham. Right, and you shall, you should not call his name anymore Avram. So therefore, from that time, it would be a sur to call Avraham Avram. You have to call him Avraham. Well, what do you do now? If someone calls to Sarai Menu Sarai, you're going to say also that he's over, it's a ase, it's a lot of ase. Someone says, no. Over there, Hashem was telling Abraham, Sarai Ishtecha, Sarai your wife, her name is not Sarai now, it's going to be Sarah. However, Regards to us, doesn't say anywhere that we shouldn't call him that. Abraham Avinu, it says, do not call Abraham Avinu Avram. I have a different question. Yaakob. Yaakob. Someone who calls Yaakob Avinu Yaakob. You're going to tell me he's over because it says to call him Israel. Right? So you're going to say he's over? Somebody says, no, Shani Hatam, that's different. Over there, the Torah itself goes back and calls him Yaakob after it names him Yisrael. Hashem called out Yisrael. Hashem called him Yaakob. So therefore, we would still be allowed to call him Yaakob Avinu. Rabbi Yosef asked the question. It says in the Pasuk that we say in Barach David, You are Hashem God, Hashem Baharta Be'avram. So you see that the Navi, which was much later than that point, he went and called Avraham Avinu Avram, which according to what he's saying, he wasn't allowed to do that. So Amar Hatam over there, Navihu. It was the Navi, the Kamisader le Shibhed Rahmana. He was being Misader, the praises of Hashem. You chose Avram, you changed his name to Avraham, so he was telling the story, that's why he was out. Now, of course, you would have a question according to this, that uh, as you know, Ashkenazim, a lot of times they call people named Avraham, they call him Avram. That's what they call him, Avrami, Avram. So according to this, it would be a suit to do that. So I, I don't know if this is a really suit. This. But it's not, the, it's not the original Abraham. 
I'm saying they had to be referring to Avraham Avinu. Yeah, Abraham He's saying Avinu. if you call a guy Stam Avram like that, you want to say it's not a problem. Even a girl okay? could be Sarai. Sarai, you want to say Sarai? Okay. Is it considered like one of the Tariyak or no? Like one of the what? Yeah, no. So that's what we're saying. That some say I think that it's not a really suit. I'm, I'm not sure exactly how they explain it. What exactly it is? But uh, so that's what we have. Said, every, every don't we have call that. Abraham. Abraham. Right. That's what you guys want to say. It's a good answer. Could be. Okay. I hear. Okay. Let's see. <coughs> we now finished the first pedek of Berachot. Uh, continuing, the beginning of the second Perek says the Mishnah, if somebody was reading in the Torah, and he's reading the, the Perashah of Kiryat Shema, now became time to read the Kiryat Shema in Kiven Libo, if he's Mechaven, to be Yotzeh the Mitzvah, Yatzah, he's Yotzeh. But Perakim, if a person finds himself in the middle of Kiryat Shema, so if he's in the in between Perakim, which we'll see exactly what's considered in between Perakim, he may ask, because of the honor of someone, if someone honorable comes that you would normally ask him, so he may tell him shalom, and he may answer shalom if that person asks him. If he finds himself in the middle of a parasha, not at the end, so then he may ask somebody who, who he would normally ask out of fear, maybe let's say a king or somebody who does a yir'ah from them, maybe a father or something like that, and he may answer meshiv. These are the words that Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda says, no. But Emtza, if you're in the middle, right? In the middle of parasha, so Sho'el Mepneha Yir'ah, you can ask, meaning you can be the one to give shalom, to say shalom, if there's someone who you fear. Umeshiv Mepneha Kavod. And if someone who you, even if you just respect him, you don't fear him, if he gives you shalom, then you could answer. Uba Perakim, however, if you're in the middle of a perek, meaning you're in between perakim, you're not in the middle of a perek, then, you can even ask, if someone's only somebody who you would honor and have kavod, you can even ask shalom, give him shalom. And if someone asks you, anybody asks you, you could answer shalom, to tell him shalom. These are considered between the perakim. Between the first beracha and the second beracha. So between Yotzer Meorot and Ahavat Olam. Between Ohevet Amo Yisrael Be'ahava, and and Shema. Ben Shema Levehaya. Now Shema and Vehavta are not considered between. That's one. So after Shema, because Shema and Vehavta goes together, between that and Vehayaim Shemoa, that's also Ben Aperekim. Ben Vehayaim Shemoa, Levayomer, between Vehayim Shemoa and Vehayomer is also Ben Aperekim. Ben Vehayomer, Lemed Vehatib. Tanakhama holds between the Parashah Vehayomer and Lemed Vehatib at the end of Aniyah Shemelo Kechem Emet, that's also called between the Perakim. Says, no. You may not stop at that point. Why do we read the parasha of Shema Ve'ahavta before Ve'ayim Shema? That way we read Shema and Ve'ahavta first. We accept on ourselves all Malchut Shemaim. And then only after that, the person can go and accept on himself the all mitzvot. Why is Yaim Shemoa before Vayomer? Because which is the all mitzvot, is noheg day and night. Vayomer, which is the parashah of Sitzit, it's only noheg, only in the day. As we know, Sitzit, there's no mitzvah of Sitzit at night time. 
Says the Gemara, Shema Mina, one would learn from here, Mitzvot Sirichot Kavana, that we said in the beginning of the Mishnah that a person's reading in the Torah, he's reading Shema Yisrael Ve'ahavta, so if he has in mind to be Yotze, he's Yotze, Mashma that if he doesn't, he's not. So that from there we would understand that a person, Mitzvot Sirichot Kavana, anytime you do a Mitzvah, you have to have Kavana to be Yotze the Mitzvah. So Samari says, no, not necessarily do you learn that from this Mishnah. Because, what does it mean when it says, if he has in mind to be Yotze? Not that he has in mind to be Yotze. It means that he just has in mind to read the words. Says the Gemara, what do you mean? The guy's reading it. What do you mean if he has in mind to read? We said he's reading. Says the Gemara, no, he's not really reading the words. He's checking a Sefer Torah so to see if it's kosher. So he's going through the words. So he's not necessarily reading every word. A lot of them, he's just looking at them and thinking them in his mind. So if he, so the Mishnah says, our Mishnah is telling us that if he actually makes sure to read every word, then he's Yotzeh. But you don't necessarily have a proof of mitzvot serichot kavana. Now the halacha, Shulchan Aruch is posek, that we hold mitzvot are yes serichot kavana. That's what Shulchan Aruch holds. And therefore when a person does a mitzvah, he has to have in mind to be Yotzeh the mitzvah. However, there is a very famous Hayadam, that he has a very interest, very famous Sevara, which he says like this. The only time it's really Ma'akeb, Mitzvot Serichot Kavana, is only when you're doing something, so to speak, that you would have been doing anyways. If you would have been doing it anyways, and now you want to be Yotzeh the Mitzvah, so you should really have in mind to be Yotzeh. But Bidi Avad, he says, if you're doing something which you're not going to do, meaning, let's say, a guy now takes his love in a trog. So now he comes, he shakes it. Ah, very good, this. You ask him after. You had in mind to be Yotzeh the Mitzvah? So he says, uh, I don't know. So he says, well, it's a Mitzvah. You don't have in mind? He told me, shake it, I shook it. I said the Beracha, I shook it. So since you're doing an action which you wouldn't have done anyways, you're doing something different. So we consider that like you had Kavanah. I mean, the only time we say that you need Kavanah is when you're doing something that anyways you would have been doing. Then you're supposed to have Kavanah. But even in the other cases, you're supposed to always try to have Kavanah lechadchila. Continues the Gemara, Tanura Banan. One in the Beraita. Kiryat Shema Kichtaba, Debre Rebbe. Rebbe holds, Kiryat Shema must be read in Lashon HaKodesh, in Hebrew. The rabbis say, Bechol Lashon. One may read Kiryat Shema in any language he wishes. Maita Amad Rebbe. Mara says, What's the reason of Rebbe that he holds he could read it only in Hebrew? The Amad Krai says, The Pasuk says, Vehayu. Vehayu Adevarim Haele. So, Vehayu, Vehaviyatan Yehu. They have to be as they are. Since the words are in Lashon HaKodesh, they were given that way, they have to remain that way, so to speak. And a person, excuse me, can only be Yotzeh in the Lashon HaKodesh. But Abanan, and according to the rabbis, it says you could use any Lashon. What's their reasoning? Amar look, it says Shema. It says Shema. Bechol Lashon, Shata Shomea. Any language that you want to hear it. Ulir Rebi Nam, Yaketiv Shema. Estekimara Rebi, he said, he learns from the word Vehayu. So what does he do with the word Shema? He needs that word Shema. Let your ears hear what you're saying from your mouth. And therefore you have to say it in an audible voice. But the rabbis hold regarding that chiyub of saying it in an audible voice. They hold like the shita that holds. You don't necessarily have to hear what you're saying. What about the rabbis? It says the word vehayu, which Rebbe used that word to learn that you must read it in Hebrew. They need that. You cannot read Kriyat Shema out of order. The Rebbe says, well, how does Rebbe know that you can't read it out of order? He can't learn from the word Vehayu. He used that to learn that you have to read it in Hebrew. How does he know? 
says Gemara, Nafkalei, he learns it out, Midevarim Hadevarim. It says, Vehayu Hadevarim. He learns from the extra hair in the word Hadevarim that you cannot read it out of order. Rabbanan Devarim Hadevarim Lo Darsheh. The rabbis, however, are not Doresh Devarim Hadevarim, meaning they don't make the Rashav that extra hair. So Gemara says, Lememra, does this mean to teach me the Savar Rebbe that Rebbe holds the Chola Torah Kula Bechola Shun Emra? The whole Torah really could be read in any language. How do you see that? Because if Rebbe had to have a special word over here in the Torah coming to teach me <coughs> that Kiryat Shema could be read only in Hebrew, that means everywhere else you could really read it in any language. So I would think Shema also in any language comes the word Vehayu to teach me, no, only in Hebrew. So that means everywhere else he holds it could be any language. If you would have thought the whole Torah is only in Lashon HaKodesh, so why do you need the Torah to say by Shema? It's like everything else. It must be in Hebrew. So I said, no, I still need it. Because Rebbe held that really it could be the whole Torah can be in any, uh, the whole Torah can only be in Hebrew. So why would you think Shema not? Since it says Shema, so I would think maybe Shema could be in any language. Kamash Malan, it says, Vehayu, to tell me, no, only in Hebrew. Says the Gemara, Lememra, and now ask the other question. Lememra, the Savrera Banan. So that means the rabbis hold. The whole Torah could be said in Lashon Kodesh. It's only in Lashon Kodesh. And that's why you would think maybe Shema also. Kamash Malan, it said Shema, tell you any language. Because if you're going to think to say, that the whole Torah could be said in any language, so Shema, the Katav Rahmana, Lamali, why does the Torah have to say Shema to teach me any language? Everything could be read in any language. So as no we still need it. Because it says Vehayus, I would think because it's Vehayus, it has to be in Hebrew. It says Shema to tell you that it's like everything else and it has to be read. It could be read in any language. The halakha is that one technically can read Shema in any language and he would be Yotzeh the Mitzvah. However, many uh, Achronim and uh, Kobi Rishonim also advise not to do this. And the reason for that is, is because a person, when he says Shema, you have to translate every meaning. You have to say Shema. So it says in Shema, let's say, Right? So you would have to say that in English. Now there's a lot of words that we don't know the proper definition exactly for the word. There are multiple definitions. For example, the word Vishinantam. Vishinantam has different definitions. And therefore, if you say it in the proper mother tongue of Hebrew, so then you're Yotzeh. Whatever it means, it means. What? Well, I mean, whatever it means, it means. You can have in mind all four, uh, all four explanations. But if you go now and translate it into English, let's say, so then you you say it like this, say it like that, say that. And then you, all right. So therefore, you shouldn't say it in any language. Rather, stick with the Hebrew. Says the Gemara further, two lines from the bottom. Tanura Banam on the Beraita Vehayu. It said, Vehayu, Shiloh Yikralem Afreya. One of the things we said was that the word Vehayu taught, according to some, that you may not read the Kiryat Shema, the Mafreya, backwards. Now the next word is, Hadevarim Ha'ele Al Levavecha. Yechol Tehekola Parashat Sericha Kavana. Says the Gemara, maybe I would think that the whole parasha requires you to have Kavana in it. Tamud Omar. Ha'ele, it says, ha'ele, these words, ad kan kavana, until here is where you have to have kavana, mikan va'elach, and from here and on, en kavana, you don't have to have kavana, so according to this opinion, how much do you have to have, you must have kavana, for how much, till you get there, ve'hayu ha'devarim ha'ele, let's get to say, shema ve'ahavta, ve'hayu ha'devarim ha'ele, that's it, you don't have to have kavana after that, 
אמר לרבי עקיבא, זה רבי עקיבא, תודם. הרי הוא אומר, turning the page, י"ג עמוד ב', what do you mean? It says later, אשר אנוכי מסבכה היום על לבביך. And we learn, מכאן אתה לומד, and from here you learn, שכל הפרשה כולה צריכה כוונה. The whole first פרשה, the whole ואהבתה, requires you to have כוונה. Right? Right, because it says, So therefore from there we learn, because it says, right, Tosfot explains that, it, right, but the Metzavecha is much that even from here and on, you still have to say it with Kavana. Meaning, that I, so to speak, am commanding you, so therefore it, it continues the Kavana, it has to keep going. Where does it go till? Till the end of the parasha. The end of that parasha is Bisharecha. So therefore you have to have Kavana for the whole parasha. אמר רבא בת בר חנא, אמר רבי יוחנן, רבא בר חנא, איזה נאמר רבי יוחנן, הלכה כרבי עקיבא, יאהבת אהב כוונה פרוואה, פרוואה הול שמה ואהבת. זאת אומרת, איקא דמתני לה אהד תנא, some learned this statement going on a different ברייתא, ברייתא said, הקורא את שמה, someone reads the שמה, צריך שיכוון את ליבו, he has to have כוונה, רבא אחא משום רבי יהודה אומר, רבא אחא עושה נאמר רבי יהודה, כיוון שכיוון ליבו בפרק ראשון, שוב אינו צריך. Once you have כוונה for the first פרק, meaning ואהבת, no more after that. אמר רבא בבא חנא, אמר רבי יוחנן, הלכה, ההלכה is כרבי אחא. So therefore you have two statements here, that רבי יוחנן said, the halakha is like who? The halakha is like the opinion that you must have כוונה for the entire section of ואהבת. זו ההלכה כרבי אחא, שאמר בשביל רבי יהודה. זאת אומרת, תניא אידך, אבל זה דיפרנט ברייתא, ברייתא says, והיו, שלא יקרא למפריע, והיו תהיתו שבוע, זאת אומרת, כנראה רבי קריאת שמה out of order. על לבביך, and it says on your heart, רבי זוטרא אומר, רבי זוטרא says, עד כאן מצוות כוונה. על לבביך, that's where the כוונה is. מכאן ואילך, מצוות קריאה. From there on, it's only a מצווה of reading it. Now we're going to see what that means in a minute. רבי יושיעה אומר, רבי יושיעה אוגוסט, he says, no, no, no. עד כאן מצוות קריאה. Till Alevavecha is where you have the mitzvah of reading. Mikan va'elach. And from there and on, mitzvah kavana. You have to have kavana from here on. Now we're going to see. Says the Gemara, Mai shena mikan va'elach mitzvah kiri'ah. What does that mean? According to the first opinion, Rabbi Zutra, he said, Up until Alevavecha is mitzvah kavana. From here and on is mitzvah kiri'ah. What does that mean, mitzvah kiri'ah? Dikhtib, it says in the Pasuk, Ledaber ba'am. Right, it says you have to speak in them. So it says that's how you learn that it's only reading from there and on. Hachanami, haketib v'dibartabam. But what do you mean? It also says in the first parasha v'dibartabam. So therefore, how do you learn one is mitzvat kiri'ah and one is not mitzvat kiri'ah? They both have the same words that you can learn it from. So it says hachikamano. It means like this. Ad kan mitzvat kavana v'kiri'ah. And Bizutra held until the words alev avecha, you have a mitzvah to read it. And to have proper kavana, mikan va'elach. But from here and on, kiri'ah belo kavana. You can read it without kavana. Says the Gemara, umai shena adkan mitvat kavana ve'kiri'ah. Okay, well, very nice. You, you made it kavana and kiri'ah and just kiri'ah. But where do you learn that from? Dichtiv. It says in the pasuk, al levavecha ve'dibartabam on your heart, mind. So that's kavana ve'dibartabam. Speak. Hatamnami haketiv al levavchem. Dabir Bam says also those two concepts. Alev Avchem is in your heart. That teaches you Kavana. Dabir Bam will teach you to, to read it. Says the Gemara, no, because the second time when it says it, the first time when it says Alev Avcha, Vidibarta Bam, that's what we learn from there. Kavana, Kiri'ah. 
However, the second time it says it, Allah Vabchem, Vedaber Bam, says the Gemara, Hume Baalele Kedarbi Yitzchak. That one we need for a different derasha. We need that for a derasha of Rabbi Yitzchak. The Amar he said, Rabbi Yitzchak once said, Vesamtem et devarai ele, when it says in Vayayim Shemoah, Vesamtem et devarai ele, and you should place these words. That means your tefillin must be placed where? Keneged your heart. So therefore, since we use those words, So the word of which we wanted to use to teach us is being used for something else. So therefore, what are you left with? In V'hayayim Shamoah, you're only left with So therefore, you only have to do mitzvah kiri'ah. However, in the first parasha of kiri'ah shema, you had you had Alebabecha, which wasn't used for Tiflin, so we use that to learn you have to have Kavana, and it all said Vidibarta Bam, so the Mitzvah of Kiri'ah. So therefore, that's how this opinion learned that only in Vahavta do you have to have Kiri'ah with Kavana, as opposed to after that, you only have to have, I'm sorry, until Alebabecha, when you start Vahavta, you only have to have um, Kavana, kavana and Kiri'ah. However, after that, all you have to have is Kiri'ah with no Kavana. You don't have to have Kavana. Okay. One second. I just want to make sure I got that right. The whole perek or just till Alev Avecha? whole perek. First perek. No, I think it's until Alev Avecha. Because it says, Tiny Avecha. Mitzvat Kavana. Ah, so Rashi says, I'm sorry. Rashi says, Perek Vishon. Yeah. So, you're right. Yeah, so that'll be the whole perek. So, this is how the first Shita, Rabbi Zutra, this is his derasha of how he learned this concept. Says the Gemara, Amar Mor. Let's analyze now the second opinion in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yoshia Omer. Rabbi Yoshia said, Ad kan mitzvat kiri'ah. He said that until the first perek is what? Only kiri'ah. Mikan va'elach. But after that, mitzvat kavana. You have to have kavana. Says the Gemara, Maishana mikan va'elach matat kavana. How do you learn after the first perek that you need kavana? Mishum dikhtib. You're learning it from the words, Alebabchem. Hachana mi hakitib alebabecha. In the first perek, it also says Alav Avecha, so therefore they should both require kavana. Hachi ka'amar says the Gemara. This is what it means. Ad kamvat kiri'ah ve'kavana. Until here, in the first perek, is the mitzvah of reading with kavana. Mikan va'elach. However, after that, now the first opinion, don't forget, held you have to read, but you don't have, to have kavana. This opinion holds the opposite. You have to have kavana, but you don't have to read. What does that mean? Says the Gemara like this. Mikan va'elach kavana belo kiri'ah. You could have kavana without reading it. Says the, so let's see one second. Says the Gemara, Umayishina ad kan mitzvat kiri'ah ve kavana. Had you learned in the first part that you have to have both? Dikhtib alevabecha vidibarta bam. Hatam nami hakitiv alevabchem ledaber bam. It says alevabchem ledaber bam. Says the Gemara, hahu, that second one, ledaber bam, bedibre Torah ketib. That's only talking about Torah. It's not telling you about the chiyuv of reading kiriyat shema. And therefore, since we use since we use the bam to teach me about learning Torah, so therefore there's no word here teaching me that I have to read the Shema at that point. It says Alibabchem, you have to, so to speak, have kavana. This is what the This is what Torah was teaching us in the Vehayim Shema when it says bam. Agmiru Torah. Teach your children Torah. behu. In order they should be, so to speak, fluent or learned in the Torah. So therefore, according to this opinion, um, according to this opinion, at the second part of Kiryat Shema, um, you only have to have Kavana without 
Kiri'ah. Now, what does that mean, Kavanah without Kiri'ah? So what do they say over there in the article? What do they say? That it means you have to, uh, you could say it quietly? How do they learn Kavanah below Kiri'ah? Do they say it over there? Yeah, I read it, you're saying it, it doesn't have to say the words out? Let's check, let me double check. Right, you can read it very quietly, they learn it. That's how they want to learn You can read it very quietly uh, without hearing the words. Okay, so that's his opinion. Okay, good. We're going to continue a little. Says the Gemara, Tanura Banan. The Beraita learns, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Ad kan Sericha Kavanat Halev. Until here is where you need to have Kavanah. The Bnei Rabbi Meir. These words of Rabbi Meir. Amar Ravarava says, Halacha Kerabim Meir. Halacha Zak Rabbi Meir. And this is how Shuchan Aruch is posek. That the only requirement is to have Kavanah for the pasuk of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem Echad. Some say Baruch Shem. Also, you have to have Kavana, uh, and therefore we pass that. Everybody is agreed that they have Kavana on this. This pasuk, right? Pasuk. So, some made more. Some made more. Right, but this is our Shulchan Aruch is posek. You have Kavana for that pasuk at least, at least. And therefore, a person who's walking, a person who's right, and this is even according to the opinion earlier that holds you don't have to have a Kavana when you do a mitzvah. You don't need Kavana, but over here, everyone agrees you need to have Kavana. Because the whole point of it is to be mekabel all malchut shemaim. So if you don't know what you're saying, so then uh, you, 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 you miss the whole thing. Right. So therefore you have to have kavanah for that pasuk. Therefore if you're saying shema while you're walking, which we said bet hilel, we spoke out earlier yesterday, two days ago, bet hilel holds you could say shema while you're walking. There's no problem with that, right? For the first one, first pasuk, you should stop in order to say shema. However, a person was on an airplane or in a car, so being if you're driving, then you should pull over definitely to say shema. However, if you're not driving, you're only a passenger, right? So being that, so to speak, the, the, you're, not, you're not nervous, so to speak, you're going to fall out. Riding a horse, they say you should stop in order to read it. Because while you're riding, you, you might fall off, I don't know what. But if you're in a car or an airplane, technically it would be okay to read uh, Shema, even though you're moving, even though you're going. Because you're not afraid you're going to fall out or something like that. So therefore, uh, it would be okay. Continues the Gemara, it says... Tanya the Beraita teaches, Sumchus Omer, Sumchus teaches, Kola Ma'arich Be'echad. Anyone who's Ma'arich in the word Echad, Ma'arichin lo yamav ushnotav. We are Ma'arich for him, his days and his years. We lengthen his days and his years. Amar Abachabar Yaakov, Ube Dalet. You have to be Ma'arich in the Dalet. Right? And of course, we say Dalet, Dalet. So that's it. There's no, uh, if person says Echad, so then he's not being Ma'arich in the Dalet. He's reading the word wrong. Because he's saying, instead of saying Echad, he's saying Echadda. That's not correct. So therefore, that's why the Ben Ishai teaches that a person should teach himself to say Dalid, Valid. Therefore, if you say Valid, so you can say Ahav, and you could be Ma'arich in the Dalid. That's how the Ben Ishai says to do it. Can. Because if you say Dalid, so Ma'atamed Ahad, as you're saying Da. So you may say Ahad Da. So you're ruining the word Ahad. Right? If it was a different word, let's say, let's say the word was. Uh, Ahaz, so you say Ahaz, so you, okay. you could be Ma'arich. Okay. The Dalid, it's over, it's one yes. second. So the Ben Shai says, you say Ahaz like that. Um, Not the Minhag, we don't do that? You change, you change your word. That's how they say the Ben Shai brings, I think, to do it. Also, the Ishmat Sliach, they bring also. What about like that. 
As the Matar Omed, so that's what they want to say. The problem is, if you say a had, so the, some want to say that. What kind of word is had? Because now you're saying d, so now you. Okay, so what so kind you, of word is d? I don't know. The, no, it's not d. Now you made it. You made the word ehad, ehad. That's not the word ehad. You changed the word. You put different nekudot yeah, yeah. on it. No, no, you understand what you're saying. I understand what they, they're saying, but ehad. So, Tough. So what about the d? Also with the d. No, because of the. I don't know if nekuda. There are certain letters that when you say them, you could be ma'adich them. For example, let's say. Right, exactly. So it's just the, it's just the, the, the sound of the letter, but there's no nekuda. But is it changed of the, the? Doesn't change the meaning. It doesn't. Yeah, it's doesn't not a. The is it, there's no patah. There's no uh, segol. There's nothing there. I think the person who is touching the high. That's what we're gonna see now. You can't no, do the high. No. You're not supposed to do the high. The high a little bit. But the dalid is where you have to be ma'arich. Kachatu b'gemara. That's what we just read. Says the gemara u'bedalid. He said you have to be ma'arich the dalid. So say if you look, just look quickly. If you look at Rashi on the side. Rashi says, Ubedalid, he writes, Velo bechet, not the chet. Why? Dechol kama de amar echa, if a guy is going to be ma'arich in the chet, he says, echa, velo dalid, so lo mishtama midi. You're not being ma'arich in the word echad. Meaning, if you're ma'arich, before you finish the word, so which part were you ma'arich in? You were ma'arich in ah. What is ah? Ah is nothing. We want you to be ma'arich in the word echad. So you have to be ma'arich when the word's over. When's the word over? Dalid. So you can't be ma'arich in the chet. Uma betza beha'arachto. And she says, what does it matter if you make the word chet long? But bedalid ya'arich ad kishi'ur shi'asenu belibo until the person is ma'arich enough to make in his heart yachid shebashamayim ba'aretz that Hashem is one in the heavens and on earth ule'arba ruchoteha and to the four corners of the earth. That's why some people go like this. They make a square then they go around like this. People have all different Min Hagim about how to say Shema. I saw an interesting thing they bring from, from Rabbi Yisrael Salanter that he says, we're going to see now, you know, let's see the Gemara first. The Gemara says, so Ubedalet, Amar Rav Asher Rav Asher says, Ubedad Shalom Yachtof Bechet. Be careful though, and don't cut off the Chet. Make sure you say Echa, meaning E, Ha, and then say the Dal. Don't say Achd, uh, you know, don't, don't cut the Chet off. The Bir Miyah says the Gemara, Haviyatil Kameh Rabbi Chaya Bar Rabbi Miyah was sitting in front of Rabbi Chaya Barabah. Chazyeh, he saw him, to have a ma'arich tuba. He was saying, Echad, very long. So Amalei told him, Kevan de amlichte. Once you were mamlich Hashem and you made him, so to speak, the king, and you thought about it and you had concentration on his kingship, Lemala, in the heavens, Ulemata, on earth, Ulearba ruchot Hashemayim, into the four corners, Tulot Tzirichit, there's no more, uh, there's no more need to be ma'arich any longer than that. And they bring down a view from, from Rabbi Shor Salanta that when he's saying Echad, so what's the Kavanah? That Hashem is Echad Bashamaim, Echad Ba'aret, and the four corners of the earth. So he says, when you're being Mamlich Hashem on the whole world, don't forget to be Mamlichim on yourself as well. Sometimes we make Hashem the king of the whole world, but we forget to make him the king over us. We have to, part, of the, part of the Kavanah of Echad is, he's also the king over me. That's the, the first thing. Okay, continues the Gemara, Amar Binatan Bar Mar Ukba Amar Rav Yehuda. Binatan Bar Mar Ukba says in the name of Rav Yehuda, Al Lebabecha Ba'amida. You have to say the word Al Lebabecha while you're standing. Meaning standing still, not moving. Al Lebabecha Salkadaitach. You have to get up for that word? What does that mean, Al Lebabecha? Ela Eima Ad Al Lebabecha Ba'amida. Until Al Lebabecha, you should be 
standing still. You shouldn't be moving until the word Allah Avecha. Mikan va'elach. But from here and on, lo. You don't have to be standing still. You may continue the Shema while you're walking. And Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Rabbi Yohanan says, no. Kola parasha kula ba'amida. The whole first parasha must be read while you are standing still. As Rabbi Yohanan l'ta'ameh, Rabbi Yohanan is l'shitato. Amar Abba, Baruchanan Amar Rabbi Yohanan. Halakha ki Rabbi Acha, Shaman Mishun Rabbi Yehuda, we said earlier that he held on the top of the page, he held that halakha is like Rabbi Acha Mishun Rabbi Yehuda, that you have to have kavanah for the whole first parasha. So being that he holds it, you have to have kavanah for the whole first parasha. So you have to stand still, you have to be stationary for the first whole parasha. We don't hold like that. And therefore you only have to be standing still for uh, the part that you have to have kavanah for. And I think that Shuhan Aruch is posek, Right, being that we hold, we only have to have kavanah for Shema Yisrael, Hashem Rokin, Hashem Echad. So that's what you have to be standing still for, at least. At least. Of course, it's good to more than that. And either one. Anytime a person wants to be Yotzeh, the Mitzvah of Kiryat Shema, he has to be stationary, at least for the first Pasuk. So if, you, if a person is walking to Shul in the morning and it's late, you want to catch Shema, so you want to say Shema while you're walking, you should stop. Say Shema Yisrael, Hashem Rokin, Hashem Echad. And then you can keep walking after that. Vahavta, you can already keep walking. Continues the Gemara, and the Gemara says, Tanura Banai, one in the Beraita, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, Zu Kiryat Shema, Shrabi Yehuda HaNasi. This is the Kiryat Shema of Rabbi Yehuda HaNasi. Amale Rab, Rabbi Chaya. So Rab told Rabbi Chaya, meaning Rabbi Yehuda, when you see now, when he was giving Shi'ur to the rabbis, so he used to give early in the morning, and used to, used to come time for Kiryat Shema. So this is what he would say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. So he didn't read the rest of the parashiyot. Says the Gemara, Amalei Rab the Rabbi Chaya, Rab to the Rabbi Chaya, Lo Chazina Lei the Rabbi, the Mekabel Alei Malchut Shemaim. We don't see Rabbi ever be Mekabel. We don't see him say Shema. When does he be Mekabel Malchut Shemaim on himself? So Amalei Bar Pachate, son of the wise ones, Beshaash Ma'avid Yadav Al Panav Mekabel Lab Ol Malchut Shemaim. When you see him go like this, so that's when he's in Mekabel Ol Malchut Shemaim. And that's of course what we do now is we cover our eyes. The main reason for covering your eyes when you're saying Shema is so that you don't look around the room while you're saying Shema and lose your Kavana. The main thing is to cover your eyes in order that you have Kavana. Says the Gemara, Choser ve'gumra, or Eno Choser ve'gumra. Did Rebbe go and repeat the whole Kiryat Shema after? Or he, no, he just left it at that. Bar Kapara Omer, Eno Choser ve'gumra. Bar Kapara said, no, he didn't finish after. Rabbi Shimon ve'Rebbe Omer, but Rabbi Shimon ve'Rebbe said, Choser ve'gumra, he used to go back and finish up after um, so Bar Kapara, who said that he didn't finish, asked Rabbi Shimon, who held that he did finish. And he asked him, According to me, the following will make sense. The Amina that I say, He doesn't go back. Rabbi didn't go back and finish. That's why Rabbi would always go after or choose. He would always try to find something to learn which spoke about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Why? Because since he didn't read the whole Shema, so he didn't read Vayomer. Vayomer talks about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It's a mitzvah to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim every day. So therefore, he would try to learn something that spoke about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But according to you, you say he used to go back and repeat Shema anyways. So So why was he going back to learn something? Why was he always trying to find something to learn about Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Leave it. Learn whatever you're learning. And when you repeat Shema, you'll mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim over there. Says the Gemara, no. Rabbi Shimon told him, even according to me, it's fine that he used to look for something about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Kedele has kiri Yitzhak Mitzrayim bizmana. Rabbi did this in order to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim in the time of Shema. 
even though when he would go back and repeat it, it was a little later, so therefore he would go and learn something which spoke about Yitzhak Mitzrayim at the time of Shema in order to be Yotze, so to speak, at that time. Amar bi ilah bereid Rav Shmuel bar Marta b'shmei de Rav. Amar. So Rabbi Ilam bereid Rav Shmuel bar Marta b'shmei de Rav once said, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. He would say, I'm sorry, Amar, if a guy said, and then he, the guy, the guy was Ne'enas Bishina, Yatsa, he's Yotse. And we're going to see in a minute how they explain this. Rabnachman told Daru his servant, in the first Pasuk of Kiryat Shema, when you see me saying Kiryat Shema, in the first Pasuk, Tsa'aran, I want you to, so to speak, oppress me. Don't let me fall asleep. Make sure I'm wide awake for that Pasuk. Tefer after that, Lot Tetzaran. Don't bother me. Leave me. If, I, if I'm dozing off, I'm dozing off. Amalei Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, Berei de Rabbah. Rabbi Yosef told Rabbi Yosef, the son of Rabbah, Abuch, your father, Rabbah, Hechi have Abid. What did he do? So Amalei told him, in the first Pasuk, He would be Metzair himself to make sure he was wide awake. Tefer, more than that, Lo have Metzair Nafsheh. He wouldn't. Uh, trouble himself too much. Now, Sukhan Rukh's project, Mishnah Rurah brings down that you can't be totally sleeping, meaning you have to actually have said it. However, if you're Mitnamnim, you know, the Friday night there is when everyone's falling asleep. So, first Pasuk, you got to be wide awake. After that, as long as you said it, you're good. But if you, if a guy totally fell asleep and he didn't say it, then of course he has to say it. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, Pedakdan, somebody who was lying flat on his back or flat on his stomach, right, which really the, the, um, that she learns he's lying on his back. But I think in Chachamim they bring down or on his stomach, either one. You're not supposed to, correct? So, Lo Yikra Kiryat Shema. He's not allowed to read Kiryat Shema like that. Says the Gemara. On the back on his stomach? Yeah, we're going to see. Because it's, it's like disrespectful. And now the Gemara asks, Mikra hu delo likre. Yo tell me that I can't read Kiryat Shema. Hab mi If I want to sleep like that, Shapir Dami, I'm allowed. Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Layit used to curse Aman de Gane Aparkid. Somebody who would sleep on his back. So they said, Amri, they said like this, Migana, if you want to sleep, so Kimetzale Shapir Dami. If you turn a bit to the side, then it's already good. Mikra, but if you want to read Kiryat Shema, Afalgav de Mitzale, even if you turn a bit to the side, Nami Asud. You're still not allowed. Why? Because I said it's like a it's like a ga'ava. Guy's lying down like this. He goes like this, a drop, and he says, Shema Yisrael Shem. He's not really showing that he's Mekabel Malchut Shemaim on himself. Therefore, we're going to see now. Uh, what do you mean, Rabbi Yohanan? He used to tilt a little to his side, a little bit, and he would read Kiryat Shema. Rabbi Yohanan was different. The Baal Basar Have. He was heavy, meaning he was a heavier person, and therefore it was difficult for him to be able to turn completely on his side or to sit up, and therefore that's why he was able to read Kiryat Shema a little bit on the side. is Posek, that a person, the best thing to do is to sit up. Uh, in order to read Kiryat Shema. However, if a person's really whatever, you could turn on totally on your side. If you're totally on your side, then you can read Kiryat Shema. And if a person's really like, uh, you know, out for the count, he's totally, he's not feeling good, maybe he's heavy or whatever, it's too mm-hmm. difficult to him. So then, you have Rabbi Yohanan that he could turn a little bit and say the Shema. Says the Gemara further, Uba Perakim Sho'el. We said that if a person is between the Perakim, so then, we spoke out of Mahloke. Between Tanakama, who was Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara like this. We're going to say what it is now. Meshiv Mechamat Mai. Now, the first opinion was that if you're Ben Perakim, you could Sho'el Mepneha Kavod U Meshiv. And you could answer. 
So the Gemara asks, what's this opinion? Shoel mepnei akavod umeshiv wa. Says the Gemara, meshiv mehamat mai. What does it mean you could answer? Answer to who? Only to somebody who's honored, only to someone who's revered, to anybody who you're talking about. If it means you could answer somebody out of honor for him. So hashta mishal shail. You told me I could I could open up, meaning I could be the one to tell him, Shalom, how are you? So ahadure mebaya, you have to tell me that I can answer him. If he asks me, for sure I can answer him. So therefore I can't be saying that I can answer him. Ela shoel You can ask when there's an honor. The person who's honored, walks by, you can even ask him, Shalom. And you can answer Shalom to anybody. Anybody who gave you Shalom, you can answer him. And what about the second case? If you're in the middle, you can ask out of fear of someone, and you can answer that person. So that Meshiv Muhammad, what does he mean answer? Answer who? Meaning, what's the case of answering? If you tell me that I can also answer to somebody who um, I fear. <coughs> what do you mean? You told me I can ask him. If I can open up and ask him, you have to tell me that I can answer him. If he asked me, for sure I can answer him. It means that you could answer one level down. You could answer someone if there's kavod. So says, if that's so, then that Rabbi Meir is the same opinion as Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, what are they arguing about in the Mishnah? There's no argument. They both say the same exact thing according to what we're saying. If you're Ben Aperakim, Ben Aperakim, you could ask Mipnea Kavod and answer anybody. And if you're Ba'emsa, you ask out of Yir'ah and you answer out of Kavod. So they're the same thing. It's not because the Mishnah said, Yehuda Omer, Ba'emsa Shoel Mipnea Yir'ah. In the middle, you can ask out of fear. You can answer. For an honor, out of honor to a person, perakim, and in the in between parashiot, meaning if you're in between the parashiot, so then you may ask out of honor. You're right, it can't be. Therefore, the Mishnah really is missing words. katani, and this is what it's supposed to say. perakim, help. If you're between perakim, you can ask out of honor. And I don't even have to tell you that you could answer somebody if there's an honor involved. However, you can't answer anybody. You could only answer for honor. And if you're in the middle, then you could ask for someone out of fear. And for sure you could answer, but you can't answer out of kavod. Only fear. says, no. If you're in the middle, you could ask out of fear. You answer, even if there's only kavod, you could still answer the guy. For sure, yira. But someone lower than that, call Adam, no. You dal Adam with Aleph, but perakim. And if you're in between the perakim, then you ask out of kavod, but not anybody, only out of kavod you could ask. And you could answer to anybody who asked you, you could answer to anyone and say, Shalom. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen.